Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. Sean Callahan, next segment, and sip at 7.30. Jeff Patrikas, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel today. How'd you pull that off? I texted him. He responded pretty quickly, saying, yeah, let's do that. God. He's a busy man, you know, covering the uh, whole Wisconsin situation. Jim Leonard, the interim head coach, covering a coaching search there, potentially just at one person. We but got, uh, we'll discuss exactly what the heck's going on at Wisconsin with Jeff Patrikas at 7.30 today. So we have Sean Callahan and Jeff Patrikas on? Yes. Say no more. That is a Wednesday show, my friend. Yeah, some people just say to you, say no more. <laughs> I'm done. I've, I've spoken what I've had to today, and I'm, I'm out. <laughs> say no more, we'll literally. Guys, guys talk the rest of the day. Say no more, literally. No, you got to talk. You got to shout. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> you got to do your I was normal done for shouting. A yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? Mm, pretty good. Pretty good. good. Should I say good morning to the people? Yes, you should. Do, do, be, should we talk to the people? That'd be kind of you to do so. Do we so. talk to ourselves or do we talk to our listeners? We talk to everybody. Both. It's a collective thing. You know, we, we are the listeners and the people in We don't have a producer. No. I'm, I'm <laughs> Yeah. We don't. I've been sore subject. I've been getting here about twenty minutes earlier than usual to Oof. get some things done ahead of the show. When, um, when, when do we get a producer? I don't know. These are things I don't have the answer to. Gu- I, I hear that we have somebody close, but I don't know. Gus has disappeared. Yeah, well, Gus is gone. I mean, from the show, he, he <laughs> left. Not- he didn't tell us he was leaving, but he's he's gone. Thank you for your service, Gus. If you're yes. listening, appreciate that. But you could have. Said bye to us in your way out. Gus is no longer yeah, with us. Um, he's young and he's alive. That's, yes, he is. He's still in college. Yes. 402-464-5685. Call or text as always. You can always watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. The show sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Check out their current job openings at gainatrucking.com. Okay. Sip, yesterday was pretty interesting uh, from the coordinators, Bill Bush and Mark Whipple. We'll start, we'll start with Whip, who, man. Man what? He speaks his mind, and I appreciate he, that. That's he doesn't, some, yeah, he, he doesn't he, hold back. And he got he loose yesterday, didn't he? He did. He got loose. Sometimes when Whipple's talking, I just stand there and go, is he really saying this? Does he know he's talking to media? Well, I, I've got three different clips of audio from Mark Good. Whipple from yesterday because I think it's important to hear these things, not just hear what we say. You know, Here's Mark Whipple himself about um, several things here. Okay, now wait a second. Where do you want to start with this? Well, I can, get, I can do the one about you know, where he, has, he mentions the bleep word at the end. Wait on that one. Okay, win the West. Or, or wait the, on that one. Okay, the offense's job is to score touchdowns. That one. All right, here's Mark Whipple. Regarding the offense's job to score touchdowns, Mark Whipple himself from yesterday. For this offense, it frustrated me, and, and uh, 
because there's been, I think, four games we've taken the ball and scored the first drive. And then they just act like, well, yeah, okay, you know. I'm like, we, we don't, nothing against our defense. We don't, we don't have this 86 Bears defense, okay? Your job's to score touchdowns. And they just like, you just, you know, you go three plays or whatever, we go 70 yards, and then you just start making mistakes. So, and um, um, my, my frustration a little bit was taken out on Casey, but he knows that I love him, you know, and, and that, that part, and I think it's, can't do that with everybody, but he handled it really well, and he responded. You know, he, he responded, and uh, the, t- the team responded in the second half. But that's my, my expectations just seem at times to be higher than, than, than our guys that are playing, and that's frustrating. All right. That is the key. Well, there's a lot of keys to that, but that last part was, was what really raised eyebrows, right? That, that he, that he uh, feels like his expectations are higher than the guys who are playing. He was asked to follow up on that. I don't know if you have that or not. He said, I don't know if they, if they, the players, really think we can win every game. We're good enough. He said, I'm not a genius, but we can win these games. Okay, I think that's the win the West one, right? I think so. Yes. Okay. That's, Go. That's, that's Go. That was your version. Here's Mark Whipple's yeah. version himself of, of that. We're good enough, I think. Okay. I'm not a genius, but we can win. We can win seven games. We can win these games. All right? We already threw away three of them. I mean, Oklahoma kicked our rear, but I said, you know, that that's that's the expectation. Is like, hey, not not just to go to a bowl game. Let's we can win the West. That's what it is. So you're in first place. Act like it and play like it. You know. So that that's but it again takes time. But you know, hey, I'm I'm a realistic if we don't get there i'm not going to be here anyway so <laughs> I told him that and we we win the west you know I'll, I'll ride mickey's coattails and there's one of your comments you think you, you can't believe he's saying it when he says it but he doesn't care he's just being truthful yeah exactly if we don't win I, yeah. I probably won't be here yeah and i didn't i'm i i didn't i wasn't making fun of mark at all i was it was it's very refreshing to hear this it's very refreshing you know what, Jake? I don't want to blow our 7 a.m. topic. We can revisit this. You don't think about, you know, we don't think about the stuff we're saying and how it affects other people. Um, and it, we don't need to. We shouldn't. But if I were a player and I would hear the narrative out there, if I were a Nebraska player hearing the narrative like last week, well, if they don't win this game, they're going to unravel. Um these, this team is terrible. This defense is historically bad. Um, this team is – I mean, the, the coach got fired. Can't recruit. His biggest thing was he can't recruit. You hear all that. That's incredibly negative. I'm sure it is. <laughs> that's incredibly negative, right? The conversation's naturally negative when there's people fired in the middle of the season. Right, and they're losing. And they're losing. But that's where – that's why I think it's really important for Mickey and Bush and Whipple – to probably counter that, right? And it's probably informative to everybody that if the narrative outside is so negative and damning um, and glum, that it's inevitably going to affect the players, which it apparently is because of of what Whipple said. I want them to believe in themselves as much as I believe in them. Okay, and I would ask you, how could they? How could they possibly? Uh, 
just based not only on the results on the field, but what they hear outside it. It's they're only human. So I think it does make sense, and we've been talking about this for a couple weeks now, and you made fun of me, but I said behind the scenes, Mickey's doing all he can to pump confidence into him. And I know what you said. Well, of course, that's what coaches do. You know, that's what they do. <laughs> I was about to do it right there. <laughs> I was about to do it. Thank you for beating me to my own punch here. Um, but anyway. Yeah, I'd hope a coach would We can win the West, players. Whipple says. You're in first place. Act like it. Play like it. He's, I mean, I think he's probably frustrated. I don't know, he said, if they really think they can win every game. We're good enough, I think. I'm not a genius, but we can win these games. I mean, if you just look at the next two, you, they're probably going to be close games, right? Well, think about the confidence. So, let's say, number one, you beat Rutgers, you win a road game. Okay, that's 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 a step, okay? If, if they beat Rutgers, this is going to get weird. Oh, it, I know. We're going to have that conversation later. But but then, okay, so you beat Rutgers, who is not, not the best team in the Big Ten, but, it, you know, but then if you go – but it's a road game. But then if you go beat Purdue, who is considered still right now very much so a contender to win the West, it could, they could be the favorite. They just beat the the you know the favorite last week in Minnesota mm-hmm. by 10 on the road. Mm-hmm. So they might be right now perceived as the favorite at this moment. What if you beat them on the road? Then, then it gets extremely weird. Weird. Then you get a break. It's weird if you beat Rutgers. It's extremely weird if you beat Purdue. Then you get a break. A bye, then and then Illinois, Illinois. Illinois comes to town, and that's looking like a night game. Another one. It could get really weird. Yeah. Even if you lose to Purdue, beat Rutgers, lose to Purdue, and then beat Illinois, it's still, it's still getting weird. Let's get weird. <laughs> it's already weird, but maybe, weird. maybe a good positive weird, yeah. right? Like, not not a negative weird. I I think we've had enough negative. Is that, weird is that for a something Mickey could tell the guys? Let's get weird, boys. <laughs> Maybe don't say it like that. It sounds a little weird. A little too weird, if you ask me. It's a little strange. Maybe maybe it would be better. Why not it's... us? How about that? No, Why no, no, Why? no, no, no. That's Why? because that's like a political slogan um let's go with how can we what's wrong with that what's what's wrong with why not us how is that that political can't we just say something like let's make this weird guys let's make this weird that's that's better than let's get weird let's why why not why not us though uh, because that is Is too cliche yeah yeah just a little bit you said political why not i'd say more Maybe cliche. Too cliche. Let's, yeah. let's go with that. Yeah. Why not us? I'm way out. <laughs> I don't think that's a political thing. Though. I know it is though, and it's very cliche. It's both political and cliche. Off, off the video of the YouTube stream, someone says all caps. Let's get weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's. I think if I was Mickey and Bush and Whipple, I'd tell the guys, let's make this weird. Let's make this season weird. Let's make it really weird for Trev Alberts. Well. It, it, I mean, if, again, if you look, listen to Mark Whipple yesterday, he has nothing to lose. He realizes if I don't win the West, I'm not going to be here. Right. What, what do I have to lose to not give it my all and, and see what I can do? That's a dangerous team. When you've got a team, I mean, Wisconsin can be, be the same way right now. But, you know, they, right now their head coach is gone. They're, their season is, to, you know, they've, they've made the move. Yeah. So they could have the same, vi- you know, the same view of, of mm-hmm. hey, we have nothing to lose. Let's go out there, you know, have fun, play our hearts out, and see what happens. It was interesting listening to Whipple. Interesting. Boy, we got calls. Um, let's, should we do it? No, I don't. I, yeah, I don't know who we have. So let's let's see how this goes. Let's do it. No producer. As you guys know, the last couple of days, uh, just me and Sip 
at this moment. So if you can hear me on the Honda of Lincoln hotline, 402-464-5685, you are on early break. Go ahead. Who is this? Good morning, Steve. Whoa, there Jake. you are. Uh, how are you guys? I, I, I was wondering where Chris you've been. At the Baldwin shop. Uh, I've been wondering where you've been. The lines are lit up yeah, like a Christmas tree right now. How are oh, you, Chris? How a, are you? A lot of, a, yes, Steve. The, you know, your discussions yesterday uh, about the Wisconsin job and the Nebraska job, it, it's, uh, it was infatuating to, to listen to this and, and some of the coaching uh, prospects out there. But, uh, I, Steve, Jake, I'd, I'd, I'd first like to comment on, on what Coach Whipple said yesterday. You know what? Hey. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. He's over 60 years old, so he, the muzzle's off. He, you know, he don't care. Uh, I, 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 I agree with what he said. You know, Saturday night up there, you know, sitting up there, it was, it, it, you know, Indiana's not a very good team. They're probably not going to make a bowl game this year. Uh, we were, uh, we're, we're sloppy, you know, we're still sloppy. This coaching staff's got its work cut out for them. You know, Mickey and these guys, this, you know, if things go south the rest of the season, it's not on them. I, I don't put this on them at all. Um, but, uh, uh, guys, yeah, coach, coach Whipple's good. I'm, I'm glad to see somebody being, being tough over there. That's what, that's what they need right now. Some tough love. You know, we, we've got to get tougher as a program and as a team. Uh, Jake, Steve, I really, I'd, li- I'd like to comment real quick on, on what you guys, your topic yesterday, which is really interesting. That's a hot topic at the shop even. Uh, which which uh, is the better job right now, Wisconsin or Nebraska? Well, I divide that into two timelines before 2000 and after 2000. Before the year 2000, it's not even a a question. Nebraska's the the superior job by far. By far. I don't even think Wisconsin's got a a national championship. Uh Uh-uh, they don't. Uh, No. uh, You know, and and, uh, our records, Nebraska's was much superior. Now, I will, Steve... Uh, I don't know if you remember this, Steve. You're pretty young, but Jake. But during the Osborne years, actually, Coach Osborne was only one and one against Wisconsin. I think because uh, I remember sitting up there in 1973, and we eked out a win over Wisconsin. It was pretty close. And the next year up there, I, we were in the top five, top ten for sure. 
and they upset us up there by a point or two up in Madison. But uh, that's the only – and Devaney had some good luck, I think, against them a couple of times. But after the year 2000, you guys, let's face it, uh, Wisconsin probably has more going for it right now. Uh, they've got a, at least one Big Ten title, mm-hmm. probably. Uh, division titles. Um, you know, they, they were 9-4 and four last year. This uh, – it, it, uh, Robin – said yesterday when you interviewed him, you thought Nebraska, he thought Nebraska might have a higher ceiling. Maybe. Stephen, I noticed your comments were about the the hustle and bustle of the crowd outside the stadium. Yeah. Well, you know, that's true. We're, we're always going to be in the top five for fan support. But get inside that fence down there on that field. Right now, we've got a long ways to go. Uh, with the program right now, and I don't, I you know, I don't know who can straighten this out. You know, you guys keep throwing Urban Meyer. It's going to take maybe somebody like that. But I'd like to remind you also, in the Big West, in the in the West Division of the Big Ten, every coach, every head coach in that division, outside of Pat Fitzgerald, has a winning record against Nebraska, and Pat Fitzgerald is six and six against us and i'm counting paul christ he was six and zero against nebraska and uh, i love oh. tom chattel this is almost mirroring what they're doing up there to what happened to frank and remember after after frank was let go a defensive coordinator took over our job too just like up there but uh steve jake honestly i i think i think Jim Leonard's probably the guy up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I wouldn't bet on it, but I, I, it looks like he's probably the guy. We'll see how the rest of the season plays out because they've never really fallen off big time on defense like we have. But, uh, guys, you know what? It, it's a great hot subject, and, and uh, we've still got to go through this season. Uh, there's hope here. Uh I think Rutgers Friday night. Uh, that game scares me. I'm not. This is our first true road game, you guys, and it's going to be the, the almost the second week of October. Um, but uh, you know they uh, they they don't play bad defense there, and and uh, I I think Seattle will have them ready. And then after that, it gets it gets tougher and tougher and tougher. So, uh, but guys, hey. Great show. Thank Sorry you. I'm late calling this no, week, but you're uh, fine. I'm going to hang up and listen. Thanks, Chris. You're fine. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, the, 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 couple things. First of all, he says you might have to find somebody like Urban Meyer. Who's like Urban Meyer? <laughs> Urban Meyer. Yeah. Who's, that, that's the only person out there that is in the same ballpark right. is himself, Urban yeah, Meyer. I, I was struck by that, Chris, that you said it, maybe it will have to be Urban Meyer, someone like Urban Meyer. There's nobody There's nobody even close to his record that doesn't have – that wouldn't be in – I mean, Dabo's not in play. Saban's not in play. Okay. Yeah. I'm not even going to include Lincoln Riley. Lincoln no, Riley's he's not. Not. In not, not in, well, he's not. He's not in Urban Meyer's league either. Well, he's not in play. Lincoln either. Riley is not in Urban Meyer's league. No. He's not. It's a very small league. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. As far as those jobs go, okay. I'm going to tell you something right now. Nebraska's a better job, Chris. Pre-2000, post-2000, Nebraska's a better job. It's a better job. No, I'm not saying that Wisconsin's not doing a better job on the field between the fences, but Nebraska's a better job. That training facility 
is not – I get it. I know what you're going to say. Oh, the kids don't care about a training facility because they care about NIL money. Well, I'm going to tell you something about NIL money. Wisconsin doesn't play the game. Nebraska's playing at a high level. You're going to find out more today, okay? Nebraska's playing NIL at a super high level, and you're going to find out more. And, and those two factors – those two factors make Nebraska a better job along with the fan support, which is much, much better. It's much there's better. No, there's no doubt the fan support is better. There's no doubt that the NIL support is better, and there's no doubt that Nebraska has better facilities. What's the better job? Chris, I'm asking you. I'm telling you at the Baldwin shop, guys. What, what more do I need well, to say? Like you, better fan support. Yeah. Better NIL. $165 million facility set to open in July. Like you said recently, game over. What, what's the difference is, is that they've just found a way to win. That's make that's make it a better job. They they've are been uh, winning. nine and eight in the in the Big Ten since the COVID season. They're not winning that much. They're winning more than Nebraska. Well, a lot but, of but that, that's are. my point is that Vanderbilt's winning more than Nebraska. That's, that's right sad. Now. Yeah, that sucks. I, I think they are anyways. Close. I think no, Kansas is for sure. Kansas is winning more than Nebraska. But it, yeah, don't yeah, don't do what you always do that. You always play that card like well, they're winning more. Than no, Nebraska. I was so po- who cares? I, I was I was. <laughs> You're hearing what you want to hear. I was agreeing with you and said the one the difference is that they are winning. That's if you want to say why they're a better job. They found a way to win, but otherwise the things you have said are true. Game over, in that argument. Well, if you're if if you are a coach, we can say what we want about why Nebraska is a better job, but they still might say it's at at the moment, but because they have been winning, they might say oh. it's easier to win up there. Hold on. I'm just trying to speak for a coach before you get mad. I'm just no, I'm, no. I'm speaking for a coach. If I'm a head coach, you're smart, Jake. If you're a head coach, and you know this thing at Nebraska's, it's you're in pretty dire straits. Okay, now think about it. If you know, if you're a coach, if you're a head coach looking for a job, you look at Nebraska and say, "Well, wait, wait a second. You still got the sellout streak going. You have this headquarters we're going to have, which is going to be top three in the country." And you have millions of dollars of NIL money. This is set up. This is set up to win. You just don't have the right guy. I'm the right guy. You just haven't had the right guy. I'm the right guy. Because you have it set up, Mr. Alberts. It's set up at Nebraska to win. Wisconsin, I'm not looking at Wisconsin, Mr. Alberts. Because they don't have an NIL operation. They don't have the facilities you do. And they don't have the fan base you do. I'm not looking at Wisconsin. I'm looking at Nebraska because it's set up. What more? I mean, come. What's, where's the pushback? Well. You could say Wisconsin's easier to recruit to, maybe. Well, maybe. They, have, they have more in-state talent, especially yeah. at, the, at the trenches. The yeah, line, they do. I mean, and, and they've. And linebackers, they've done, a lot of those guys are, true. are from Wisconsin. I'll give you that. I'll and, give and, you that. And you can say NAL all you want. I'd say, well, being in the home state will matter a lot more than than you know, maybe it matter. No, money's money's talks, brother. Come on. And, and you know, okay, you're not thinking about something. When what happens when a coach leaves the roster goes into turmoil? You better have a lot of money to get guys. Those guys going to be going and coming. And how do you get them to come? How do you get them? I guess, I guess, I guess get, nowadays it's money. How did Nebraska get Casey Thompson and O'Shawn money. Mathis and and Trey Palmer and Marcus Washington? Do you think those guys are here without NIL? No, no, I, I don't. They're not. It's, <laughs> still, it's still, I think you and I are still bummed that that's the way college football has gone. 
but that's the way it is. <laughs> but that's you notice though we don't talk about it during the season because it's no. Cause well, it's, yeah, well you, already, you have your guys. Well, and it's fascinating. The season's fascinating. Call. Oh, um, that. Um, well, as far as Whipple goes, that was that was illuminating yesterday. I mean, he apparently believed. I, Jake, come on. They're going to Rutgers and playing a close game, right? You know it's going to be close. I, I'd be, well, I'd be surprised if Nebraska won handily. Or, or you'd be or, surprised if Rutgers won Yeah, handily. I think it's a close game either way. Win or lose, close game. Rutgers is a mess at quarterback. They're, they're not a great offense. Nebraska's apparently got its special teams in pretty good working order now, right? Yeah, they, well, as of, well, they look really good against uh, Indiana. Nebraska's pretty healthy. They got their guys. I mean, it would be really nice to have A.J. Allen right now. It'd be really nice, you know. I didn't, you know, Romare Johnson wasn't in uniform the other night. It'd be nice to have him here, the kid from Oradell, New Jersey. Yes, you might, you might remember that name. Remember that name? He played last yeah. year. He was in. He was in. People begged for him. He wasn't. He wasn't suited up. But Nebraska's got most its guns. I mean, they're going to go to Rutgers and have a good chance to win. They're not going to walk into a tough environment. They're not. That's not going to be tough. No, Piscataway's never been a tough place to play. Maybe oh, the o- maybe the 07 season, Thank I suppose. You. The yeah. one the Thank one, you. okay, one year one year ever was it a tough place to play when Rutgers won like 10 or 11, tough, 11 games. I don't know if they yeah. won that season. It was good. Yeah. From the text line, uh Brian T says, "I don't know if the world is ready for Sip to try being weird on purpose." <laughs> I'm not suggesting I'm going to be weird. I'm saying Nebraska should get weird. Well, don't you kind of embody what Nebraska is doing here? I'd like to think they would like to think not. <laughs> um, they would like. To How think, about this? Before I don't embody anything. Before about we them. get to Sean, uh, wet blanket is here because he has receipts. You know, he always keeps oh, receipts God. on things that were said on certain days on the show, okay. whether it's this year or last year or whenever. He said, <laughs> "If Mickey wants to pump confidence in the team." All he has to do is play some early break tapes from July when Garrett Nelson was an all-Big Ten player and looked great in a sports coat. O'Shawn Mathis was a top-three draft eligible rusher, and Caleb Tanner was going to be, take advantage of the attention that Nelson and Mathis got and be a game-changer himself. Well, Garrett's playing pretty well now, right? He had two more sacks. He also says, if Mickey wants to pump confidence in the team, all he has to do is go back to... Early break tapes from July also, when the offensive line had his new attitude and was flying off the ball. <laughs> hey, 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 wet blanket. There's still season left. There's still season he's, he's left. He's got five games to work with. But so, if they so make far. a run here, wet blanket, be careful. We'll keep your receipts. All we have, he can't delete those receipts. Yeah, we have we'll your keep text. your receipts. We have all your text, wet blanket. Season's still alive. It's season's still alive. I think he'd probably be happy to be wrong <laughs> honestly yeah, it's like, yeah. all right well you got my receipts yeah. i'm glad i was finally wrong about this team should we get one more call all right uh we've got vince and napa vince i've got about a minute and a half tops here and we gotta get to break uh vince you're on early break 90 seconds go ahead hey fellas how are you good uh okay let me get into my garage real quick because as you know i like to explode but um i'll tell you one thing though i mean the um I mean, the comments coming out of uh, Coach Bush and uh, and Coach Whipple. I mean, I'll tell you one thing. I mean, since this whole new semi semi new regime took place, what I like is that you know we're we're not getting a bunch of coach speak. We're getting some authenticity because 
again, you know, you look at this division, and I think Coach Whipple's right, is that uh, as many problems as we've had, okay, we're tied at one and one with a bunch of teams. We're as much of a contender as anybody. And, and I think, you know, and, and I think that's a good way to put it. Now, is it going to be easy by any means? No, absolutely not. You know, but, um, but let's, let's call it what it is. The Big Ten West stinks. And also the, uh, the November stretch that we thought was such a daunting task, now all of a sudden doesn't look quite as daunting with the exception of going to Ann Arbor. You know, but so I think it makes sense. And I think also a big reason why they're pumping confidence into these guys is because, okay, we're coming off a win. You can justify pumping confidence into these guys. And number two, as a program, you know, we've already been through, you know, we've already been through the ringer for the first, you know, five weeks or so of the season. But I'll tell you one thing, fellas. We got a game to we got it. We we got a game to play on Friday night. Okay. And you want to know something? What? There's only one way you come out on Friday. What's that? You go into Piscataway, New Jersey, and you go in there, and you all will go there for one reason. You open up a can of kick-ass, and you go out there, and you fight with bloody knuckles. Let's go! Okay, okay, Vince. We're all fighting with bloody knuckles every day in this thresher. <laughs> My knuckles are so bloody, I can't even keep up. They're just constantly wrapped got to put gauze on them yeah. every day. <laughs> just wrapped in gauze. Yeah. The, wound, the wound won't close. It's just constantly bloody. Especially Vince's knuckles. Those are always bloody. That was an interesting first segment. Well, that's how it that goes sometimes on this show. Sean Callahan is next on Early Break in the Ticket.